play the fucking intro. This is Dustin. And this is Eric. And this is SLC Punkcast. Thank you for joining. We are at episode 120. That's a nice number to be at. Right? It feels official. <laughs> <laughs> it always seems, you know, it's got to be on one of those like 120, 130, 125 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Over Nobody 130 Nobody celebrates hours. like 117 or something. <laughs> But for some reason, we celebrate 138. There you go. <laughs> it's too bad the Halloween episode can fall on that number. Right? <laughs> and unfortunately, we're going to hit that before we hit the next Halloween. But we are celebrating 120 with a Halloween episode. So everything on this episode is going to be horror punk, Halloween, and whatever else. You know, something along those lines. Something that has some scale of, yeah. Something that ties to scary or spooky or sci-fi or (laughs) horror-related. Yes. And on top of that, we have the dog giving us his uh, exorcist impression. Yes. Let's see. Is he still doing it? There it is. (laughs) Good job, Leo. (laughs) All right. So let's jump into some new stuff. There's always new stuff. Big list. Uh, We'll start with uh, stuff that came out September 27th at CU Space Cowboy with the correlation between entrance and exit wounds. Stone Lions with Necking On and Kicking Off, No Parents with the Middle Ground EP, Street Outlaws with self-titled Street Outlaws, Sad Neutrino Bitches came out with Space Ending 7-inch, then on the 29th, uh, Five Cent Psychiatrist came out with their eight songs, that's the name of that EP, then Undercover Monsters came out with a two-track, Creatures of the Night, Undercover Monsters Play Rocky Horror, came out on October 1st. Warboy came out with Decline Single October 1st. Just Friends came out with Stupid, It's a Single, October 1st. Lagwagon with Railer October 4th. The Eradicator with Peak Eradicator on October 4th. Box Jellies with Smack October 4th. On October 7th, Starts came out with We Win, We Lose, We Stay Together. You can go find that on Contra Records. Grade 2 is coming out with Graveyard Island this Friday, October 11th. The follow-ups... With Don't Like You Either, October 11th, we played them last episode. Vacant State, coming out with Collection, 2009 through 2014. Go check that one out. Concrete Bollocks, coming out with Disasters of War EP, October 15th. Divided with World You're Living In, October 15th. Refused is coming out with War Music, October 18th. Booze and Glory with Hurricane, also on October 18th. Day A. With the split, the, with uh, Graves, that's Graves with two Vs, October 18th. We just played them recently as well. Mm-hmm. The Blamed, with the church is hurting people, October 18th. I've heard some of that already. It's pretty cool. Take Offense, with Keep an Eye Out, October 18th. And the Nagon Boys, with Repulsive and Deadly, on October 19th. Fun stuff. <laughs> A lot of cool stuff. Uh, looking forward to I'm looking forward to hearing more from Day A. We played them. They're the one. Yeah. Uh, we played last week from the UK, two-man band. Uh, Booze and Glory, looking forward to that one. I'm a big fan of Booze and Glory. As am I. Yeah. I really like that uh, last album they put out. Yep. It was, uh, chapter 4? Yeah, Chapter 4. Solid oi record with a lot of, uh, a lot of pop-punk undertones. And uh, in sort of a way where it was just 
palm mutes, three part harmonies, nice. <laughs> and and just sing songy choruses. And I really appreciate it for they've, that. They've already released a couple singles to hear. Ticking Bombs has been out, and uh, I know I heard another one. I forget the name of it, but uh, those are out to hear. Grade uh, Grade Two with Graveyard Island. They've released a few already, and both those are great. I heard those too. Listened to them last week. Yes. They were. Yeah, no, just a lot of fun. Right? <laughs> I'm looking forward to hearing anything. Refused, uh, war music. I haven't heard anything from it yet, but uh, looking forward to checking it out. Yeah. Also looking forward to that new Take Offense, as far as uh, just yeah. straightforward hardcore goes. Those guys are really carrying the torch. Yep. <laughs> and uh, also a couple of uh, albums I did listen to on this last week. I heard the new CU Space Cowboy. Nice. What do yeah. you think? Uh, lots of lots of mathy stuff, lots of really sporadic rhythms, tongue-in-cheek titles. About what you'd expect from a Space Cowboy record. This feels a lot more of like a, a metallic, mathy record. It feels like they're going more in like a, a Converge or Cave-In style. Cool. Not quite so heavy or quite so heavy uh, uh, exploitive of riffs, but there is a lot of, uh, like I said, just chaotic, <laughs> this chaotic feeling about it. Like okay. nothing stays in place for long. And the lyrics are about the same as well. They got that mid 90s uh emo screamo vibe to it awesome. where he's kind of like really high bitch <laughs> <laughs> and this angsty <laughs> in the middle of it all and also five cent psychiatrist that eight songs album the one that looked like it was ripping off fugazi's 13 songs was hilarious right <laughs> yeah, they were just a yeah they were just a it's just a fun acoustic punk record you know for and acoustic punk's not really my cup of tea but so I was a little uh, skeptical at first. But I'm like, okay, but these guys have a good sense of humor, so I can get behind it. I can laugh along with them. Had them on the show uh, about a year ago, I think. Uh, I'm going to, in the next uh, couple weeks, because we got a, a Todd youth tribute uh, for everybody that heard last week's episode. I yes. said the next two were coming up. It looks like we have a, a space in between. So we have Halloween, and then in two weeks, it looks like, is when we have the, the Todd youth tribute episode. So still coming, just not next week. But today is Halloween. That'll give me... For the show, anyway. Yes. <laughs> That'll give me more time to pad out that episode. <laughs> right. And then, uh, yeah, so we'll, I'll be playing Five Cent Psychiatrist uh, on either... I can't remember if it's next week or two weeks after that. Either way, coming up, we're going to be playing them, too. A lot of other cool stuff to uh, play and listen to coming up. But enough of us talking. Let's do some music. What did you pick for this Halloween episode? What's, uh, what's something new? The new thing that I picked... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Before I get tongue-tied, the new thing I picked was a new-ish song from the band Goat Sifter. They are a local band from good old Salt Lake City. And they've had a bit of a, not not a lengthy discography, but they've been a band for quite some time. They, As far as I can remember, they've been a band since like 2015, early 2015, late 2014, around there. Okay. And it, they're a member comprised of other types of bands. And really what they were doing was they were keeping themselves really low-key and not releasing a lot of material because they were sitting there trying to perfect their sound and trying to get everything out. And they released one EP, which was... The songs were good, but the production was terrible, in my opinion, because the, the drums and the bass really overshadowed the guitar and the vocals, so I couldn't really make out what the lyrics or what the vocals were sounding like. 
And that EP doesn't exist on their band camp anymore, <laughs> funnily <laughs> enough. So I guess they were like, yeah, we're going to scratch all this and we're just going to release these next two singles, which came out this year in April. And one of the, and the album name is Real Villains. It's not really an album. It's only two songs. But this song, Apocalypse, was a song that existed live for quite some time. They played every show and they just finally released it this year. And I had no idea. That's how under the radar these guys are. They just don't. They don't really post anything. They don't really do shows that much. They would play like maybe two or three times out of the year. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So they're as low-key as they could possibly get. I think that's just due to the fact that they're all older guys and they have actual lives and families and day jobs and what have you. So <laughs> the band stuff is on the back burner. But when it does come out in the forefront, it's amazing stuff, as you will hear in just a few seconds here. Track's called Apocalypse. Right, I forgot to mention that. Apocalypse. So, yeah, as to why I picked them for the uh, Halloween pick, I feel I should address that. Um, when I interviewed these guys, because uh, that's how I came in contact with them, was through a slug article I was doing. It was my first localized piece. And I asked Goat Sif, the Goat Sifter guys, what does that name mean? And their bassist, uh, Mark the Bass, appropriately, <laughs> he, went on, he went on this bit of a kind of a grim, a very eerie way and he's just speaking in this very calm format, saying, The goat sifter is the guy who stands at the top of the inferno, adjunct to the thresher where Satan sits. And he is the sifter. He sifts all the sinners who come into hell and puts them in their right circle. <laughs> <laughs> Something to the tone of that. I was like, 
okay, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that makes sense now that I put it, you put it that way. Spooky. So, yeah, that's why I picked them, because Goat Sifter has a very... <laughs> A very hellish undertone. That yes, indeed. <laughs> but yeah, that you can find that song and their other song. I can't remember the name of the track. I know that it's longer. Yes, it is longer. <laughs> I saw that. Yeah, it's a great band, great bunch of musicians. Uh, keep an eye out for them. They'll eventually release something more, maybe, yep. hopefully. <laughs> Follow them on the Bandcamp page. And speaking of Bandcamp, this band is on Bandcamp. Next one we're going to play is the Undercover Monsters from Riverside, California. And here's the the commercial of the episode. They decided to release that. uh, I was talking about this during the new tracks. So the Creatures of the Night Undercover Monsters play Rocky Horror. So the track we're going to play is them doing a cover of Time Warp. But the actual (laughs) release here is they decided to release this finally. It's totally free. But if you decide to pay, all proceeds go to Best Friends. Best Friends is an organization that maintains... Uh, or sorry, that's main goal is to have a better world through kindness to animals, to demonstrate compassion and respect for all living creatures. For over 30 years, Best Friends Animal Society has been running the nation's largest no-kill sanctuary for companion animals and building effective programs that reduce the number of animals entering shelters. So that's a beautiful cause, right? Save our save our pets. <laughs> Go buy the couple tracks. There's two tracks on there. This one right here. I'm going to start it now as one of them. And the money's going to go to something great there. So this is Undercover Monsters doing Time Warp. It came out October 1st. You may have heard it before, but not like this. <laughs> not like this. <laughs> Madness. i 
if you haven't seen Rocky Horror Picture Show, came out in 1975. Tim Curry, Susan Sarandon, Barry Bostwick. If you remember any of those names, go check that out. It's a horror-themed musical. Pretty much. And it's uh, very festive for Halloween. Indeed. We're going to watch it every year. There you go. It's a good time of year. We're going to change gears and jump into the Vandals. This is Curse of the Unripe Pumpkin. on Halloween and you'll be happy (laughs) yes so that is the Vandals Vandals put out that track on Punk Rock Halloween 2 louder faster and scarier it's Mm. official release I think on vinyl or you know tangible copies October 11th but you can already go to the Bandcamp page just go look up Punk Rock Halloween they put out uh, Punk Rock Halloween, the first one, which is loud, fast, and scary. Now it's louder, faster, and scarier. <laughs> what are they going to do for Halloween 3? I know, right? <laughs> louder and faster and scarier. And then 4 is going to be scarier-est. <laughs> <laughs> so you can go get that. It's on their Bandcamp page. Put out uh, Cleopatra Records. Uh, the first one came out 2017. Again, this one just barely came out. Features the Vandals with Curse of the Unripe Pumpkin, but it also has brand new studio recordings by legendary punk bands such as the Vandals, Down by Law, The Casualties, Reagan Youth, The Members, The Vibrators, MDC, Tsunami Bomb, The Queers, and a whole lot more. It's like 29 tracks total on there. So wow. <laughs> you can go get it. It's like 9 bucks too, if you want just the digital. If you want to get the record, I think it's like 10 bucks more than that. But really cool. Uh, I, I love the thematic times for the show. You know, as far as ho- holidays go, this Christmas and probably St. Patty's Day, I don't think we really do, you know, get into any of the other themes like Easter. Like shit like that just doesn't relate to punk. But Halloween definitely relates to punk. I mean, there's subgenres specific to it like horror punk. Indeed. Right? <laughs> so, yeah. And psychobilly as well. And psychobilly, exactly. Uh, let's jump into some older, lesser knowns. Uh, we're getting into some more specific, you know, the curse of the Halloween mm-hmm. or uh, unripe pumpkin rather, uh, Halloween is the next track. Who we got? Who'd you pick? 
Let's see. Yes, like I did. Like you did mention, I picked the song Halloween, but not Halloween by the Misfits. Halloween right. by Dead Kennedys. Yeah. Now, some of you may have heard this one, but even to some of the most average punk or even Dead Kennedys fans, you know, who hear the name in passing because, you know, Dead Kennedys is one of those bands. Everyone right. knows about them. Right. And everyone knows about their big hits, you know, California Borales, Holiday in Cambodia, so on and so forth. Halloween was uh, the last single that came out as... As a band, it was their final 7-inch they put out, and it came out on the album Plastic Surgery Disasters. Now, Plastic Surgery Disasters was nearly a 20-song album. There was, I think, like 16 or 17 tracks on there. All of them bangers. All of them really stood out. And Halloween is one of my favorites because it does kind of celebrate the idea of Halloween and that we, you know, and that we go out and dress up however we want, but... Really, in typical Jello fashion, he asked the question, well, we could do that pretty much any day of the year. It's just Halloween is the time of the year in which society dictates it's okay or, and or acceptable to do that. Right. And we, kinda conf- and we fall into uh, conforming by the rest of the year that we can't really dress up like, you know, Leatherface or something like that on, <laughs> on, on any day that's not Halloween or within the month of Halloween. Right. So I always loved that. I always loved those lyrics. I loved how it kind of uh, poked fun at at these things that we <laughs> these things that we celebrate and why we and why we just keep certain uh, certain supplements to that reserved for that time. It's true. <laughs> yeah, he wrote this. This came out in November nineteen eighty two. So this is a whole lot of years ago. It's almost forty years ago. Yeah, and it's still. Like many of Dick Kennedy's songs, holds true now. Yes, sir. No, I, th- I think the style of dressing up has become more socially acceptable. I mean, we have whole conventions, right? You know, Comic Con, Fan Con, whatever, Con. that also celebrates dressing up as characters that you enjoy. Absolutely. <laughs> so all that and all that stuff kind of comes back, but I think we like to reserve it for Halloween because we don't want to. Uh, degrade the value of it. Right. You know, we like to have something to look forward to. And I do look forward to painting my face and dressing up on Halloween. It's something fun to do. And if I was doing that any day out of the year, then it would would lose its value to me. Absolutely.
Yes. Yes. Shove them up your ass. Gotta love Dead Kennedys for that blunt satire approach. <laughs> they can they can just find about anything to write about. Yeah, I bet. It's too bad they didn't go on in that same full force. Right. Who who knows what what could have been the shape of punk, but we'll have to leave that up to the cosmos to decipher. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, love that track. I love that. I love that whole album. Really. I don't know. For some reason, I always find myself going to listen to Dead Kennedys when October rolls around. We have and, our things, right? Yeah. Yes, and, I, and I don't know festive. why. It makes it festive. <laughs> yeah. They're not exactly a horror punk band at all. That's no. the only song they have dictating about Halloween or anything like that. But I just always find them. I think they just kind of set the mood. <laughs> <laughs> well, the next band you probably haven't heard of. Have you heard of She-Wolf, Dana Kane, and the Mighty Incisors? I would have remembered a name like that, so <laughs> no, I haven't heard of them. <laughs> All right, well, we're going to be playing their track called Bump in the Night. It's off of their album, Hashtag Rats and Bats and Alley Cats. <laughs> came out just less than a year ago. They're from Philly, and it came out October 25th of last year. So this is, it's not old, not quite new, but it's about a year old. It is lesser known. Is that how they go? <laughs> <laughs> so that is She Wolf, Dana Kane, and the Mighty Incisors. That was quite a quite a mouthful, right? <laughs> they got a bit of a uh, forty-five grave style to them, at least definitely with the vocals. She kind of serves that same uh, kind of moaning drawl. That's also kind of a semi a semi guttural, kind of a 
kind of grating. Cool. <laughs> That's what it reminds me of. Fitting awesome. enough, because 45 Grave is very horror-esque. <laughs> right, and uh, so are she, Dana Wolf Kane, and the Mighty Incisors. So I'm going to get to, an- like, a horror punk. This is a legit, this is what this band is, horror punk. They're, the band name's Romero's Nation. They're named after George Romero, the classic <laughs> horror movie, you know, director. So, Icon. <laughs> exactly. And these guys are from Arkhangelsk. Russia, I probably mispronounced that. I'm sorry, you guys. But they're from Russia. <laughs> horror punk. They've been a horror punk band for 11 years. Uh, this came off their album, Punk Rock Zombies, came out in December of 2017. The track's called Samhain Bloody Samhain. I sense some references. <laughs> the start of the year in our old Celtic lands, and we'd be waiting in our houses of wattles and clay. The barriers will be down, you see, between the real and the unreal. And the dead might be looking in to sit by our fires of turf. Halloween. The festival of Samhain. The last great one took place 3,000 years ago when the hills ran red with the blood of animals and children. A lot of horror punk have these kind of approaches. Oh, Sam Hain. Bloody Sam Hain. <laughs> yes. It is the day after Halloween, November 1st. Mm-hmm. Celtic uh, festival for the mark of winter, the start of winter. Right. But also has a lot of references because uh, Halloween started forever ago, too. So check out Romero's Nation. 
awesome band out of Russia. We're going to talk about this band here in a moment. This is the touring band of the episode. This is Concrete Elite. The track's called Death Drums. Not very Halloween, but it's about as close as I could get for this band to be thematic (laughs) with the episode. It came off their album Iron Rose, which came out June 10th, 2017. They're going to be here in Salt Lake City. We'll talk about that here in just a moment. Concrete Elite track is Death Drums off of Iron Rose. They're going to be here in Salt Lake City this coming Saturday. So they will be here October 12th. They'll be at the Beehive. It's $10 to get in. They're from Austin, Texas. So that's that's kind of a tour, but this is kind of a one-off show. They've been doing some one-offs. They were in L.A. a couple weeks back for Unity Fest. I saw them for uh, Frontline Fest back in Austin, Texas, and I saw them there. That was in, in, like, around August 10th. So they'll be here with Mandalore, Press Gang Union, and Violent Unrest. If you're anywhere near Salt Lake, come check out Concrete Elite. They're not touring around the country at the moment. So if you want to catch this show, come here. Ten bucks. Can't beat ten bucks. Uh, yeah, again. <laughs> right? <laughs> We've been advertising quite a few $10 shows here. Yeah, right? You can't beat it. You know, we're just talking about uh, before you got here that uh, by not by I keep saying biohazard. It's Haybreed 
<laughs> Clutch and Dropkick Murphys and Amigo the Devil. We talked about this last week. Yes. Those tickets, uh, after fees and everything, were over 50 bucks. I mean, there's great bands, don't get me wrong, but you're going to go see these bands too for, you know, 20% of the price. Five yeah. people can get in here and no service charge. Just show up at the Beehive, pay your 10 bucks, and get in. Indeed. I mean, if you can afford that one, you can afford this one. Right? The only reason. <laughs> I'm not going is because I have uh, prior obligations. I'll be going to FearCon that day. There you go. <laughs> and I have to commit to that because I can't go Friday because Stiff Little Fingers is on Friday. That's right. And that's what I'm shows. going to. <laughs> also on Friday this week here, and its actual tour, is the Bomb Pops and Mast Intruder. Ah, uh, yes. So that's going to be here at Kilby Court. They're touring around. They've already done some shows, and they got shows after. So go look those up. Love Mast Intruder. I've seen them twice already and they put on a great show every yeah. time they're so I've much fun seeing them a couple times myself a lot of fun they're yes. they're hilarious yeah they are <laughs> they're more they're for me they're more about the performance because i couldn't quite get into the recorded material but seeing them live it's a fun time yeah it is it's good stuff all right so let's do some great cover to cover albums uh, you're yes. up so I chose uh, another local band, and yes, what's you did yes. And what's funny about this one is I mentioned Goat Sifter was in my first localized for Slug, and I did them along with these guys, Zombie Cock. Awesome. <laughs> so I'm not sure if I intended for this to happen, but I'm going to be talking about them again in the same, uh, I guess, the same conversation. <laughs> so Zombie Cock, um, just a uh, just a couple years ago, almost a. Uh, Almost three years, two and a half about. We'll cut it off there. They released their self-titled record after they released uh, Zombies Love Punk Rock EP in, I think it was 2014, 2015, somewhere around there. But they finally but they finally released their full-length album with a full four-piece lineup. And when it comes to horror punk from Salt Lake, it doesn't get much more, I guess, to the point than a band called Zombie Cock, right? <laughs> Uh, they do intend that the cock is, in fact, referring to the rooster. Right. <laughs> so you're thinking of a zombie rooster, and anyone else out there is a pervert. <laughs> like me. Because <laughs> that's what came to me, because when I heard, first heard of that name, I was a teenager, and that that's what all you're thinking of, pretty much, back then, is gross-out stuff. Right. <laughs> At least me and all my friends. I did, too. <laughs> yeah. So, so, yeah, they they released this album, self-titled, great album, about eight tracks, and... A lot of great uh, three-part harmonies. Again, a lot of uh, a lot of atmospheric lyrics alluding to like graveyards and zombies and vampires and all that fun B-movie stuff. It opens up with the George Romero quote: "When there's no more room in hell, the dead will walk the earth." From Dawn of the Dead, one of my most favorite horror films. Right. Fitting enough for an album called from a band called Zombie Cock to fit off with one of the most iconic zombie movies of all time. Right. <laughs> so. Yeah, and I chose the uh, sharpened teeth, great, uh, great fast-paced riffing and drumming, alluding to their uh, uh, more metal side, as well as like uh, a lot of great back and forth uh, vocal ranges, uh, alluding to their more uh, '90s theme punk side, awesome. and that seems to come up a lot with uh, horror punk, especially even in the early days of Misfits. There was a lot of like oohs and ahs in their yeah in their brash sound, right. <laughs> So just everything about them just screams B-movie horror. and Right down to the tongue-in-cheek rhythm, <laughs> rhythms, lyrics, and just their overall sense of humor. Because a lot of some of the best horror movies have great senses of humor. I agree. 
Well, this is Sharpened Teeth. We'll play the first one now. Of these things you've said to me. So fill the pangle down. And then you know nothing's gonna be the same. Wolfbite, a.k.a. Willie, actually did a, a co-host with me on episode 27.5. If you want to know more about Zombicog, go check out that episode. came out December 14th, 2017. Got to go back a ways to look for it, but it's out there still. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, uh... I have to do some digging on that. <laughs> yeah. If you want to hear, if you want to read more about Zombicog, I reviewed this album in an earlier issue of Slug Magazine. So if you want a bit more of an in-depth analysis, go check that out. And I talk talk a bit more about their aesthetic and uh, more about the band themselves in the localized piece if you want to check out that, as well as Goat Sifter. Slugmag.com. Cool. <laughs> this is Nighthawk. Great singing right here. <laughs>
yeah, it's Nighthawk. That's it. Zombie Cock <laughs> off self-titled. That's a great pick. I love Zombie Cock. So do I. I haven't seen him do anything in the in that in this time since that album was released. Yeah, it's been a while. Willie, if you're out there listening, get the band back together, play some shows. It's that time of year. We want to see Zombie Cock. Yeah. Some more Misfits covers. <laughs> <laughs> right? uh, that's what they were doing before uh, Zombie Cock. They were a Misfits cover band. That's awesome. <laughs> Uh, we have a couple more picks here. Uh, first, you know, uh, Casket Creatures. That's going to be my album. They're a, the drunkest horror punk from Atlanta. So this band is from Atlanta, and the next band I pick, oddly enough, is from Atlanta, Gainesville area. So first up, let's do this great cover-to-cover album. Uh, somebody reached out, pointed me in this direction. Got to see the next track, but the first track uh, is Two Skulls. It's off the album Return to Wolfton. They're a very thematic band. You got to check them out. Return to Wolfton came out May 18th, 2018. Very thematic. Check them out. Two skulls. Two skulls. Two skulls. 
I think that's two? <laughs> horror punk, yeah, I added all those up, right? I think that's a horror punk with a, a little hint of thrash. Yeah, I could see, I could hear a little bit more uh, pummeling in the drums. We had a bit more of a heavy variety in there. Right. The cool band, again, they are from Atlanta. We're going to play one more track. It's called Phantom Zone. Then we're going to do some metal picks before we get there. Uh, SLC Punkcast has two other Halloween episodes. If you didn't catch those when they came out and you want to hear some other Halloween music, go back and look at the Halloween special edition that came out around October 15th, 2017. And then we did a Halloween part two, and that was episode 68.5, which came out October 9th of last year. So now we're doing part three, I guess, for putting them in parts. But there's a lot of Halloween music out there, so we will continue to do... Halloween episodes and play just Halloween music. Oh, right. It's going to get nice and creepy up here. That is the Casket Creatures. 
cool, cool video on that one, uh, Phantom Zone. That's where I first come across them. Somebody shared that with me, checked it out, and I thought, yes, these guys are going to make it on the Halloween episode. So go check out the Phantom Zone music video from Casket Creatures. Again, that album's called Return to Wolfton. What'd you think of the Casket Creatures? Well, they sound like a, they're unmistakably a horror punk band, right? (laughs) And with that, you kind of realize that there is a sound that comes with horror punk that's very distinct. Yes, it sounds, so that band sounds like somebody else. And I don't mean like they're copying or anything like that. It's just somebody, every time, especially that song. I hear that song and it's ringing something. I just can't put my finger on which band it is, but there's something definitely familiar about it. And it's probably what what you're getting at. I know what you mean. Definitely, I definitely felt like I heard that uh, somewhere before. Either it was something in the vocals, something in the lyrics, but I don't know. <laughs> it's just it'll it'll come to me maybe uh, five days from now. Right. <laughs> we'll talk about it when it comes to you, or if it ever comes to me as well. Until then, let's wrap this show up with some metal picks, man. Oh yes, metal is a great go-to genre for anything uh, macabre or creepy or right. Or, or whatever Guar is. Yeah. And that's what my, that's what my, he just spoiled it. I Damn was, it. I was building it up, but yeah, Guar. Guar was my pick this week. Uh, not because of the, you know, their image correlates with the season, but they are also coming to Salt Lake City. Yes, they are. They will be in SLC at the depot on October 15th. Nice. This will be. Next week. Yeah. And Guar's up. Uh, Guar is a favorite of SLC. They have come every single year, and uh, it was because of that that uh, made me uh, gave me one of the biggest regrets of my life, and that was I never got to see Guar with Odorous Urungus on uh. vocals. I never got to see them. I remember specifically it was the last time uh, he came with Guar, and it was in 2013. And I remember that week I was really strapped for cash, and I could only afford to go to two shows. And that was either Bad Religion, Suicidal Tendencies, or Guar. And I was like, okay, I haven't seen Suicidal yet, so I'm definitely going to go see them. And Bad Religion, I've seen them a couple times, but at that point they were like my favorite band, so I had to go see them again. Guar, I'm like, they'll be back next year. They come every single year. I'll get my chance to see them again. I did eventually get my chance to see them three times after that, but every time it was post-Dave Brocky's death. Uh. So... That was a bummer for me, and I'll always kick myself in the ass, especially because I've seen Suicidal Tendencies like five other t- separate times, <laughs> and maybe more than that. I can't, right. honestly have forgot. I lost count, if that says anything. And Bad Religion, I've as the band, I've seen the most times. Right. Out of yeah. any other, out of any other touring national international act, Bad Religion, I've seen the most times. Wow. And yeah, so so I live with that to me with me every day. <laughs> but but yeah it shouldn't divulge you from continue to go see guar they still continue to put on a great show the sec the last time i saw them which was last year in halloween sort of it was around that time yeah they brought out like all their all their rubber and all their latex suits and there was just blood and juice and all this alien jizz squirting everywhere (laughs) it was great it was a great time i got soaked so it's definitely one of those times where you want to bring, if if you want to get soaked in it, bring your guar shirt, bring it, 
bring a white guar shirt and have it just tie-dyed in that material. <laughs> That's what I did with my guar shirt. Unfortunately, it washes out. So uh. I'm like, I just want to let it sit and let it stain because it looks so much cooler that way. <laughs> <laughs> well, this track is Maggots. You picked it off of uh, Scum Dogs of the Universe. Came back yep. out in January of 1990. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a... Almost 30 years. Almost 30 years. It's coming up on 30 years in a couple months. Yeah, that's incredible. 90s were 30 years ago. Yes. <laughs> well, here is Maggots. Maggots. get much more gross out horror than maggots <laughs> <laughs> that's right so guar yeah there you go guar they're gonna be in town they're on tour check them out We're wrapping up with one more track it's called freak show cinema at least that's the name of the band they're also from atlanta aka uh gainesville over there in georgia they are horror punk 
slash metal. So maybe you could fit it in the other category, but I'm going to put them in metal this time. The track is called The Cask. Rest in peace. It's off the album Welcome to the Show, which came out September 21st of last year, 2018. Let's get into The Freak Show. And by the way, it's cinema. S-I-N-E-M-A. <laughs> Sin-E-M-A. Yes. Show Cinema, the cask, rest in peace. I think that kind of has a, a vibe, kind of like the the murder dolls. Yeah, that's what I was hearing. Right, that's what it reminded me of. <laughs> yeah, right. Even right down to the voice, it's right? almost identical to Wednesday Thirteen. I agree. I think there's definitely some similarities there, and not a bad thing because I like murder dolls, and that's why I picked these guys. I like that track. Again, that's Freak Show Cinema. We've wrapped this up. In the background, you can hear some uh, All Hallows' Eve from Typo Negative. Yes, that track is just way too long to throw on here, but it is still festive. It's good for that time of year. Yeah, it's great for the. Uh, it's great for setting the mood. Not, I don't want to just degrade it as background music, even though that right. is kind of what we're doing with it right now. Right, but, a little bit. 
Peter Steele, you can uh, you can kidnap me and tie me up in your dungeon any day. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tybo Negative, All Hallows Eve. As we do that, you can find the rest of these bands. Uh, you can find them on Instagram at undercover underscore monsters at Vandals Official at Dead underscore Kennedys at Mighty Incisors at the Casket Creatures at Guar at Freak show underscore cinema underscore official. And remember, that's S-I-N-E-M-A, cinema. And the show's at SLC Punkcast. Eric, where can we find you? You can find me on Instagram at scaryuncle underscore eric97. You can find my bands, Anonymous and Suburban Hellkill, at anonymous underscore band official and at Suburban Hellkill. I'm also on Facebook at Eric U. Norris. And my bands as well are also on Facebook at Anonymous Band SLC and at Suburban Hellkill. Awesome. Find the bands on Facebook at Goat Sifter, at Undercover Monsters, at The Vandals, at Dead Kennedys, at The Mighty Incisors, at Romero's Nation, at Concrete Nation, at Zombiecock, at The Casket Creatures, at Guar, at Freak Show Cinema, and the shows at uh, SLC Punkcast. You can also find us on iTunes, Spotify. Stitcher, Google Play Music, Player FM, SLCPunkCast.com. You found us somewhere. You can find us all those other places, too. Thank you for listening. Uh, Eric, any final thoughts? What's, uh, what do you think of the show? Well, I wanted to say that this show, we as we as we kind of traverse through different genres of music, I also feel like I'm comparing it to horror films as well. Right. Because, I mean, we started off with Goat Sifter's Apocalypse, and that can kind of be correlated with a genre uh, that deals with horrors from the underworld. Thank Hellraiser, uh, Undercover Monsters with Time Warp, you know, a reimagining of a classic, right? You know, it's a cover song, kind of like all the, some of the good horror movie remakes that we've had. And then Vandals, Curse of the Unright Pumpkin, just reminds me of those over-the-top B-movies that are just really hilarious, because that's really what the Vandals are. They're just a fun, comedic punk rock band, right? And then, you know, Dead Kennedys talking in with horror-themed social-political satire, which exists, American Psycho would be a good example. Yep. And uh, She Wolf, Dana King, and the Mighty Incisors. I've always wanted to say that. <laughs> <laughs> kind of calls back to old school black and white horror. That's what it reminded me of. Uh, Romero's Nation and Zombie Cock calling into your zombie movies, whatnot. And and again with uh, Guar coming back with like just over the top exploitive blood and guts horror that's peeking in the realm of sci-fi. Think, I think of Toxic Avenger when I think of Guar. Right. So everything just kind of had a had a very distinct theme on this episode. I think that was pretty cool. That's awesome. So maybe we can try and do that again next week. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's put all that together. Uh, how about this? I'm going to pick a bunch of tracks and you figure out how that fits in. All right. <laughs> I'll, I'll make it work. <laughs> Until then, enjoy your Halloween season. Uh, dress up in costumes and women you can dress in your slutty costumes and yeah. uh, or not. And, uh, yeah, were you dressing up as anything this uh, season? Uh, Beretti kind of dressed up. I uh, went to a friend's party, Halloween, a Halloween party last uh, weekend. And uh, me and my girlfriend, we like to do this uh, thing where we paint uh, – opposite halves of our face as skeletons and 
when we did it last year, we had uh, our face bloodied on one side, and the other side was a skull. Okay. But I didn't have my fake blood with me this time. I was ill-prepared. So I just painted one half green. So okay. I was like a rotting corpse on one half and a skull on the other. Awesome. <laughs> and got a few more things like that. Uh, for a couple's idea, we're going to do a punk rock version of The Bride and the Monster from the Frankenstein movies. Cool. <laughs> yeah. We're going to be attending a couple Halloween parties dressed as that. Last year, I was Beetlejuice, and she was awesome. the uh, Lydia. Uh, I can never cool. remember her name. <laughs> yeah, we're cute that way. <laughs> yes, you are. Good job. All right, till then, enjoy your Halloween season. The fat lady has sung on this episode, or at least the, the really six foot tall, tall man. Yeah, the, the seven foot tall man. The, seven foot. The, the gigantor has sung, and that's it. <laughs>